Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
Practitioner, author, and advisor, Elogun Oloye Hudu Obea Bokur, sharing with you in all things spiritual, mystical, metaphysical, cosmic, evolutionary, revolutionary, healing, and holistic from a Pan African Hudu world spiritualist perspective. Understanding that all is truly and indeed a blessing. If you can just see beyond the veils, for it is all just an illusion and a test and one of the greatest divine mysteries of this life cycle. This is my constant prayer, my mantra, affirmation, reverberation. It is my reiteration, and it is my ever-living reality. It is crucial to the very foundation of my inner standing, my teaching, my walk, my work, my demonstration along this divine, all-blessed life path and journey. All is a blessing indeed is the very foundation of where I begin, where I crystallize and realize all my endeavors, understanding that I and I alone create and co-create my divine destiny, and I and I alone create and co-create my divine, all-blessed reality. And so it is. Ashe. Today is Friday, May 14th, 2021, and I am emanating and vibrating with you now live, virtually, verbally, cosmically, quantum universally from this working temple of the House of the Divine Prince, Thai Potions, Hoodoo Central, LLC, in this legendary, historic, beautiful, and most enchanted city in America, New Orleans, Louisiana, the land of my ancestors and those who came before me along this hoodoo obeya life path and journey, passing down the great obeya stick along with the knowledge of the life-giving herbs, roots, plants, rituals, spirits, and minerals, and indeed, as our beloved Denise Augustine would say, our sacred stories our sacred stories. I'm always grateful and humble and, of course, honored to be in this place, in this shared sacred space with you each and every weekday, but most likely Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon U.S. Central Standard Time here in New Orleans, Louisiana. And, of course, whatever time it might be from wherever you're listening in the world. 
For my special guests and for my new listeners, indeed, this is an international program. We are listened to and in some cases viewed from all over the world. So I'm always humbled and honored and appreciative by the ancestors and the Most High to give me charge and responsibility to share and bring light and love and truth and healing to you each and every day at high noon. And, of course, I'm always grateful for my very special co-host, first my cousin, Oloye Ifawole, Oladeji Ifatande. Welcome, beloved, for being here with us again. I want you to introduce yourself, as you always do, give us a, a message, and then I'll have you introduce our very special guest to the show. Tasha. Well, uh, again, I always greet you all. Alafia, uh, she said, blessings to each and every one of you. Uh, I give honor today as we open up the show. So we're going to open up the show today with a prayer to Eshu so that he'll clear the ways for us, open up our good doors, rose and pass. So, having me. Um, I, I see that this is 
actually um, very inspired already just being here, so I feel very honored for you to have asked me to have come on this show today. We're Our definitely students. honored to have you here. Um, I, I must say, uh, other than my mother, of course, Queen Avena is probably one of the most beautiful women I have ever seen in my life. Uh, just, <laughs> I ever seen that. Just radiant and just bright and, and just mm-hmm. full of all of that, that good Iyami <laughs> energy, that goddess energy. And I'm honored to have you be here and, and to share my platform uh, with your information. Please feel free to talk at leisure. Uh, don't worry about the time other than when you have to go. Uh, but, but speak at leisure. Um, we're going to get our audience to participate and ask questions. We might even have some phone calls um, come in during the show. But, but please share what spirit and ancestors would have you to bring for us today. Oh, definitely. Thank you. I received that. That's gratitude. So please tell them a little, uh, uh, a little bit about you, like your history and and what you shared with me about you know the things that that uh, helped you to get to where you are today. Um, so that would be my pleasure. Uh, so I've I've been working in this industry now for over twenty years. And during the course of this time, um, one of the things that I really want to help people to understand is that in our lives, most of us, each and every one of us, we are here, each and every one of you are here on purpose. I want you to receive this right from the door. You, I don't care where you are walking in this, on this parallel, whatever dimension you're walking on, I want you to know it is on purpose. So the thing is, very often we were, people were born in, under traumatic situations or they were born, you know, in a household, a single parent, and you thought, you know, under whatever extenuating circumstances, if somebody may have been raped, you know, molested, whatever, and whatever, or you were raised in a traditional household with two parents, whatever the case may be, is you are here now. And know this, you being here now is on purpose. So we go through different trials and tribulations during the course of our life. With me, I, I um, moved here to Dallas, Texas, because it wasn't just a move, but it was a calling. I was called to come here because right now I'm, in, I'm the founder of, it's called the Global Holistic Movement. With the Global Holistic Movement, I realized the creator is just a download. Each and every one of us get a download every single day. But it all depends upon where you are in your life, where you are and how you, your perception on life. When you receive that download, are you open? Are you ready to receive that download to where our creator is telling you, listen, I want you to pick up everything that you are comfortable with in your life. I had a chain of soul in in, in a Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, I had raised my two sons, and I had a chain of falls, and I moved from that, from all three falls, consolidated into one, and I had already built my lesson, my plan of action of, okay, I now have my main fall, people can come to my sanctuary, I don't think of it just as a fall, but a sanctuary, where people can come to for healing, therapeutic massages, facials, detox treatments, nutritional counseling, life and wellness coaching, 
you come and I had events and activity two to three days um, out of the month and, you know, a juice bar, the infrared sauna, everything was comfortable. I built that with the help of our creator and my ancestors. I, all of that was built and I was comfortable. And all of a sudden, the creator, this download came and said, oh, no, you need to stop right now and move to Dallas, Texas. I need you there. So whatever it is that I had, I gave a lot of things away. And I uh, donated a lot of I donated a lot of things. I sold some things, but I think I gave more than that. I had a big, beautiful home, comfortable. I had a beautiful spa, comfortable. I had a client base, comfortable. But guess what? I was supposed to get up and move. So those of you that are out there that are being told to move, you need to be obedient. So in being obedient, I picked up, moved here to Dallas, Texas, not knowing anybody. Let me say this, not knowing anybody, but I guarantee you when that is in your calling and you are meant to move, you are going to get up and move. And I guarantee you that as you move forward, guess what? That path is already paid for you. It's just a matter of you being obedient. And that's exactly what I was, is being obedient. So from the day, the first week that I moved in, I had six clients. I went to the gym, started working out, people met me. He realized what I had and I was doing from day one, mobile golf services. I, a perfect so-called stranger. Guess what? None of us are strangers. We are all, if we come together and unify them, we should, we are brothers and sisters. We have the same creator. Yeah. So yeah. during the course of this time, from day one, I've had client dates. I've had food on the table. I've had a roof over my head. Our creator has provided for me. And then the test came. Two years after being here, just two years, not knowing anybody, two years after being here, everything that I brought here, the few things I did bring here, Queen's favorite things, my apartment burned. My townhouse that I lived in, that I had made comfortable years burned. I thought everything was gone, but guess what? Sometimes you have to lose everything in order to gain everything. Because you know what? I didn't lose everything. I still had my mind. I still have my gifts. Our creator gave us all gifts and talents. I still had that. Each and every one of us has a gift. You have a talent. You are skilled. It's about cultivating that. Sometimes we need somebody to bring that out in you. This is what I do as a life and wellness coach. It's not enough about telling you a good nutrition plan. You gotta start with that mind. You gotta start in your mind, working on that mind. Discipline and being obedient. You can move forward in your life. All things. The sky is the limit. It's what you say. It's what your perspective is on life. Today, if you don't hear anything else I said about my story, if you don't hear anything else, let me tell you something. You need to definitely be disciplined and be obedient to spirit. Shut all that outside noise out. There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of noise. People constantly talking in your ear. They don't know you. They didn't create you. You know, get to know you. Don't 
else to, to love you if you don't love yourself. That's what it's all about. Taking that time out to find out your purpose and your calling. We all, you have a calling on you. I don't know, I don't care what place you are in your life right now. You have a calling that is on you. And it's a matter of you being obedient so that you can walk in that calling. And I'm going to tell you, the riches are there. We think riches are in monetary. That's what we've been, we, that's what we've been conditioned to think. Is that, okay, how much money do I have in the bank? How, what kind of car do I drive? How big is my house? That's not riches. That's not wealth. Your wealth is in your health. That's for your wealth. Your wealth is in your health. If you don't have your health, you don't have anything. Realize that. We've got to start reconditioning our mind to understanding and value our temple. This body we have here is a temple. And if you start speaking that to yourself, this is my temple. Anything before you put it in your mouth, the people that you have that are surrounding you, that is what is important, is knowing and understanding. Wait a minute. How do I feel when I'm in when I'm there in the in the presence of these people? How do I feel? Do they make me feel free? How do they make me feel? Do they make me feel happy? Do they make me feel sad? Are they drawing my ears? All it did is a part of what we need to set up. If you're not realizing that that is your food too, the people that you have around you, you surround yourself with, the music you have, it's pouring into your body and into your system. All of this is a makeup of you. So let me finish my story. My story is going to be ongoing. In this journey and in this life, did I drop one tear or any tears during the course of me, my, everything burning down? No. I just kept it moving. Okay. I guess you need me to move out of the way. And let me tell you something. As the platform was set for me, I continued to walk in it. I never dropped a tear one day. The things that I had were brought here, they were brought here to Texas. And they weren't supposed to be brought here. That's the reason why the Creator wiped that right on away in a car accident. Within months, all of these happened consecutively within months. Let me tell you something. These challenges that you have, challenges are coming daily, weekly, monthly. And are you prepared for this shift? Because just like from the time you start, think about it, in elementary school, when you from elementary school, when you went to middle school and high school, guess what? Every time you received training, there was a test, right? Each and every one of us got a test. When your test is every single day, when you're waking up, it's a test. Are you going to wake up first? What are you going to do when you wake up? Are you going to give gratitude to our Creator and to your ancestors? It's, it's a test. You know, now once you did that, now, are you going to wake up and what can you do instead of just being about you? It's not about you. It's about others. Now, what you could do with your gift and your talent to get to others. That's what it's all about. Yes. That's why you have your gift. That's why you have your talent. So during the course of this whole journey, whether I had the fire, 
car accident that was supposed to take me out of here. But guess what? No medication. I'm able to walk and talk. No paral- I'm not paralyzed. You know, I had bulging discs in my neck and renal dislocated in my back. But guess what? I'm still walking and talking, and I can pour into you today. I can be a witness to you today. Hopefully my story is, is bringing some impact to you. Well, I'm hoping that it is. You know, I'd love to get some feedback. Can I get a woo Are you But, you know, the thing I'm saying is, listen, I just hope that each and every one of you um, realize that you do have value and that you are loved and your love starts at home from the inside out. So let's let's start exercising that a daily weekly monthly basis. Let's start looking at what we're eating. Let's start looking at who we have around us. Let's start looking at how we are thinking about ourselves and what we're putting out in the universe. All of this is important. Each and every each and every piece of this is important. And no matter what happens during the course of your life, learn how to embrace it and walk in it. And then this is the question I want you to ask yourself. When something happens that you are uncomfortable with, ask yourself this question. What is it that our creator is trying to tell me, people? What are you what are you trying to tell me? Because you know, I, I'm not, I, I, I'm not, you know, you may not be Just ask the question, and I guarantee you, wait on that answer. Just wait on it, because it's coming. That's for real. That's real. I say, I say. I, I resonate with everything that um, you had to say, um, and, and I, I want to be mindful that, you know, it's not just what's out here, but it's what we're taking taking in. And sometimes we overfocus on just one aspect of what we're taking in. Oh, well, I don't, you know, listen to certain kind of music, but I eat whatever I want. You know, oh, I'm a, I'm a strict vegetarian, but you're taking men and partners <laughs> and women into your body, you know, that might not be helpful for you, might not be healthy for you, may not add to your overall sense of, of wellness and, and stability. So I resonate absolutely um, with your story. Uh, many of my audience knows I was a 14-year-old runaway, you know, on the street. I was marked to be a statistic in, in this country. Uh, but the ancestors had another vision for me that I didn't even have for myself at the time. The Most High had another vision for me that I didn't even have for myself at that time. And, yes, the elders who I encountered also had another vision for me that I did not see at the time. So it's important that we sit at the feet of elders, that we sit at the feet of our great mothers, that we sit at the feet of our great fathers and and not only listen and internalize their wisdom, but then act upon it, put it into action. And and sometimes young people say, well, I can't respect, you know, an elder who who ain't living right. Well, there's a message in every elder. You know, I had many elders, may they rest now in, in a room that, that had diabetes, that had heart problems, that ate whatever they want, that drank whatever they want, that smoked whatever they want. So there was a valuable lesson in watching that and knowing what not to do, what not to become, what not to internalize. I think sometimes doing the work, uh, we call that shadow work nowadays, it, it's difficult. 
because it does require people looking at their pain, their hurt, their tragedy, you know, where they feel incomplete, because this is really at the foundation of why we eat the way we do, why we live the way we do, how we treat ourselves and, and our body temple as God and as goddesses. So I, I ask of the audience, please, to share your story. Plug in those webcams. Don't be shy. Uh, if, indeed, you don't have access to a webcam, my phone line is open at area code 845 277-9143-845-277-9143. Be patient with me. Do press the number one. I will come and unmute your mic. Something else I learned, too, um, beloved queen, while, while I was out there, you know, on the street, was the value of money, but also the value of food. Those were two things that were, you know, as a homeless teenager that were prevalent and on the top of priority every day. How do I eat? How do I sleep? So the value of money and the value of food. And I learned really quickly that what's not good for you often is the cheapest in the store. It's often the easiest to get in the store. It's often right at the end of the aisle or right at the checkout. You know, those things that are not always good for us that are full of artificial this and artificial that. You know, the, the dead carcasses of cows, chickens, and the pus and mucus of animals. You know, that those things are right up front. But when you start changing how you view your body temple and, and then those offerings that, that we're taking into the body temple, um, you find that what's most healthy, what's most holistic, you know, what's most wholesome, what's most good for you, takes a little work <laughs> and takes a little study and research. You know, it's always way in the back or at the lower bottom shelf, you know, or, or hidden behind some less attractive packaging. And so my mom, who's often in our audience, um, Evangelist Savage, you know, taught us at a very young age how to not only read labels, but to understand what that was that we were reading. Uh, and if it has more letters in it than you can comprehend, it's probably not good for you. If you can't pronounce it, it's probably not good for you. Um, if, if it has some really technical scientific name, it's probably not, not good for you. And so I learned these things early on in life, but it took a great deal of maturing and development personally before I began to really actively uh, uh, act in, in, in those in wisdoms and those, that knowledge. Um, it took, as with your story, it took tragedy. It, it took heartache. It took being broken. It, it took doing the same thing over and over and getting the same result, which was never satisfactory. Um, a big story in my life is indeed Hurricane Katrina. Uh, without Hurricane Katrina and that losing everything that you have and that threat of not only losing everything you have but your way of life and your lifestyle and your friends and the things that you are most um, comfortable with, that took my journey to Texas. Now, I, I applaud your story, but Texas wasn't good for me. <laughs> Dallas wasn't good for me. Um, I felt like I was in a foreign country. Um, many of the people who even understood who I was just on face value often didn't speak English. Um, so, so I was now learning Spanish. I was now learning how to integrate into communities that um, – 
I had never really had to integrate before. Um, I was called Aunt Jemima to my face. Uh, I was called a nigga to my face in a McDonald's while eating with two of my white neighbors uh, who were questioned as to why they were riding around with this nigga in their car. So, so Dallas, I'm not going to say Texas, Dallas was not good, good for me uh, in that way. But the 11 months that I stayed there, um, as with your story, it really forced me to rebuild who I was, to redefine who I was, uh, to get clear in here. That's why I say understanding. My cousin likes to say overstanding. But I, I like to get clear about who I was and, and moving forward. Understanding that the, the people who call me Aunt Jemima don't define me. Understanding that the black folks from my community who left us hanging during Katrina didn't define me. Understanding that my background and my past and, and, and all those things that I had experienced leading up to that moment in time space did not truly define who I was. And, and you use a term that I've been using for a very long time, download. You know, I, I'm considered a bit of a crystal master. Um, crystal is one of my number one alternative healing tools, quartz crystal. It does not take a whole lot of direction. However, the more you understand about it, the better you can work with it. It does not necessarily take a building, a church, a preacher, a leader, an imam to work with quartz crystal. It is indeed natural. I don't mean fake crystal. I don't mean lead crystal. Natural, uncut. Many of my clients have heard me say this repeatedly. Uncut, unpolished, natural quartz with all the records still intact. If the surface don't look like an LP or 45, chances are it's been polished down. And so there's a record there that's being removed, as well as the power within the body of the quartz itself. Um, it resonates with our body in a way that nothing else does. Uh, it has a similar water content and chemical makeup um, in terms of silicon dioxide. Uh, and I understand you have um, some degrees that I don't have, so you might be able to speak to some of this a little bit better than me. Um, it, it, it resonates with light and water and, and our physicality in the way that nothing else does. Uh, when I first came in contact with Quartz Crystal, while I was out there on my journey, I was probably 19, and I met a, a prophet in, in Chicago, uh, Bahala, may he rest in a room. Uh, and he taught me about resonance and vibration and, and light and quartz and, and what many of those mystery scriptures in the Bible meant, you know, where two or more are gathered in my name, I shall be in the midst of him. And, and we would go out and have coffee or have lunch and just the weirdest most profound, most miraculous things would, would happen while we were together or while we were in, you know, conversation about something. And so I learned that power of amp amplification and vibration um, that quartz crystal can do, that ability to bring focus and light to our shadow okay. and light to our, uh, our darkness uh, in a way that nothing else really okay. does. I also... Uh, describe it as, um, you know, we take minerals and we take vitamins internally, hopefully from our fruits and vegetables and, and our foods, uh, so that it can nourish our body. And we don't have to tell it where exactly to go. We don't have to tell it what part of the body needs what, you know, nature has already worked that in. 
Well, your quartz crystal and your rose quartz and, and your pink salt, all of that is, is what is in often these commercialized products. Ground down rocks, ground down uh, fish parts, ground down things from within nature that contain these minerals, these vitamins. And so the quartz is able to sort of allow us to take that from the outside in, to absorb that into our, into our body, into our, our spirit. So I love this topic. Uh, quartz is just one alternative form of healing um, that I utilize, sound, vibration, uh, singing bowls, uh, nature, you know, getting out in nature, getting out in the dirt, getting out in the lake, getting out in the river, getting out in the ocean, uh, getting out in the swamp sometimes, you know, and, and really reconnecting with nature. We've lost touch with nature in Western commercialized, industrialized, you know, culture, many kids don't even know where their food really comes from, you know, and some things our children probably would not eat, you know, if we put that food item right next to where it, where it comes from, you know, and then teach them how it's, how it's made and, and how it's uh, processed. Uh, we live often in these buildings with no windows. Uh, some of you, I don't, but some of you live in these more modern buildings with, with only AC and no no ability to bring in fresh air. Um, working in office buildings for 8, 10, 12 hours a day and are going against the natural rhythm of, of, of nature. Many of us are vitamin D deficient because you all don't get any sunlight. You all don't spend any time out, you know, with the goddess, with the atan that that's presenting us light rays of energy and, and vitamin D and, and other powerful powerful things. So I, I am honored to have you here. Um, I'm grateful for your story. I'm grateful for your story. Um, and I'm appreciative that you took the time out of your day uh, to be with us as, as long as you will uh, to sort of share more of your story, uh, but also what you do and how we now teach this to um, a modern society that really believes it can be done in a pill, it can be done overnight, um, it, it can be done with some quick quick fix. Um, how do we then teach this in a way that people are able to absorb it against all the background noise that, that you described? So um, that's, a, that's an excellent question. And that's really where uh, we as a collective are going with uh, the Global Holistic Movement. So I am the founder of the Global Holistic Movement. And um, one of the things that we have a tendency of looking at is we look at life in a one-dimensional way, where it's, okay, um, you know, and, and then really I'm going to go back to saying that that we have a we should have learned this stuff when we were first born to this world, some things that we should have learned. You know, when we were conceived in our mother's stomach, there's some things that we should have learned. And where I know um, that you've gone off, Prince, into an area where you were talking about reading labels and going into the grocery store and knowing about whether or not you want to have, um, you know, reading the labels and trying to decide whether or not 
you want to have uh, just just eat anything.
Don't change your teeth. It's the best-selling tea, ginger tea, here in Dallas, Texas. It's a bowl of the best-selling ginger tea. Let me mention this. I took some ginger root. Ginger root, lemon, and honey. Excellent. No, not not not, not eating. It's, it's not healthy. You got to eat. Yeah, but the thing healthy. I'm saying is, it's a matter of saying, let me get something that, when I talk about your food, it's your medicine, let me mention this. Ginger root. Ginger root is great for healing your body naturally. You're dealing with indigestion problems. You need to realign your digestive system. We're talking about getting to the root of the problem, okay? Not putting a band-aid on it. I'm going to go back to ginger root. If you have turmeric, you know, I love my turmeric. It's miraculous what turmeric 
uh, can do for your body. And um, I appreciate that. Right. So, yeah, so that's, um, yeah, so that's, that's, what, that's what my advice is. Kale, spinach, fruit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it's a matter of you, you tell you something. Um, it's too expensive to be sick. That's true. You know, you can't afford to not eat healthy. Let me say that. The way this system is built, this system is centered around you getting sick. I mean, if you just really, if you pay any attention, okay, from the time you're born, they want to put you on cow's milk. Are you a cow? Are you a cow? A cow's milk is for a cow. That's the reason why your your mother has breast milk that you are supposed to feed off from the time you're born. From the time you're born, they want to give you, um, you know, the shock. The vaccine, okay, from the time you're born. All of this stuff, you are coming into a world where they are conditioning you to to uh, rely upon the system. To rely upon the system. Mm-hmm. So I am here to say to you, pay attention to what you're eating. Pay attention to what you're putting in the system. Take the time out because you are worth it. You're worth it. With Without your health, you don't have anything. Your health is your wealth. And when we start thinking in that manner, then we can start reexamining what it is we're doing. Drinking cow's milk since this, yeah. Cow's milk is definitely not good for you. Milk definitely increases mucus and inflammation in the system. There's nothing good about cow's milk. So when we start realizing what's going on and what you're putting in your body, then you could start waking up and realizing why it is you are dealing with on a regular basis. You, oh, I don't know why I have pain. I don't know why I have all these allergies and things are going on with my, in my system. Oh, if the season is changing, listen, you need to get some of your music out of here and leave that dairy alone. Yeah. If people yeah. are, I can't live without my cheese. I can't live without my milk. You know, yes, you can actually, you, you are, you are a, not living. Yeah. And you can do it out. You know what I mean? No, you can't live. You are put on the universe. No, you're not gonna leave. You won't live a good quality life. It's not holding back on nutrition. You can get your nutrition through you can get just as much vitamin C and vitamin D through your oranges and apples and pineapples and you know, uh, broccoli, uh, bok choy. You know, just start looking at kale. All of your different leaves and stuff. And then you have your dandelion, your dandy root, all these different basils and herbs. I mean, come on now. Let's start paying attention. Let's wake up. I say, wake up. That's what I'm here to say. Let's wake up. If I was there, I would shake you a little bit and say, listen, this system, they have conditioned you to be conditioned. Understand you are in this matrix, and they have conditioned you. And it's up to you to say, oh, you said, we didn't have enough it. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing I'm saying is, it's all about people wake up confidence. To those of you that are, that are unconscious of what it is you're putting in your system, understand this. If it's not something... 
that is feeding you, then it's killing you. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And that's part of the plan. And that's part of the plan to either either keep you a slave or or, Mm -hmm. or make you lose your mind and become a zombie. Uh, right. That's really right. the plan. Um, even even to die, you know, is, is expensive to bury people. So to keep people sick and keep people codependent on pills and medication and the pharmaceutical industry, um, that, that's the ultimate goal of people who are in high, wealthy positions in the world who are pushing this fake artificial food, you know, in our face. Um I had the pleasure of meeting uh, Adama, Adama from from Georgia, if, if you're familiar with her, uh, back in the early 90s. And, and she was talking holistic. And, and she would ask, the first question she would ask is, are you vegan? Are you vegetarian? What are you eating? You know, what are you taking in your body? So I'm, I'm grateful to have had throughout the course of my life um, elders and older folk who knew better, who came to know better, who then passed that information down. Uh, and as I said before, like many of us, you know, I ate what I wanted, you know, in, in my 20s. You know, I kind of waned off of it, you know, as I, I came into a, a mature place in, in my life in my 30s and really began to value myself, understand what my purpose is. It's hard for you to understand your destiny, have your destiny read by, by my cousin, Oloye Ifawole, you know, and then treat your body as if you're still confused about why you're here and what your purpose and, and your destiny is. Um, Anthony X, fasting is, is good occasionally, occasionally, but I think often um, fasting is probably more helpful for people who are eating and have consumed uh, so much nonsense and, and might need a detox, you know, but even during a detox, you still want to drink water, drink herbal teas, eat light fruits and vegetables. You, you still want to sort of take something something in. Um, not eating is just not healthy. Uh, I've learned that medically. I've learned that scientifically. Not eating is just like healthy. It's just not healthy. Uh, it is something that was sort of taught to us or introduced to us by those three main world religions, you know, Judaism, Islam, you know, uh, Christianity, but I think at the foundation of that, it's about discipline, uh, what both the queen and, and my cousin said early in the show, learning discipline, learning not to eat what's not good for you. You don't need a fast or a diet. If, if, you're, if you're listening to your body and you're listening to spirit and you're listening to nature, we don't need these sort of interventions, if you will. Um, so I, I, I hear what you're saying. I used to fast. Uh, in my younger years, uh, but I've learned uh, at my age and as I get older, um, fasting um, is really just not healthy. So I just need to um, mention that I'm not going to be able to stay on for the full two hours. I'm going to end up having to exit out. Um, I, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure um, being on the program today, today's program. I want to um, definitely mention to everyone how they could stay in contact with me, and that is you're more than welcome. If you have your phones, you can get them out. You want to text my health as well, all caps, one word, texting my, all caps, one word, my health is well, 28, 28, um, yes, 
And that way you will continue to get emails, new, newsletters, self-content that will um, definitely start encouraging, start to transform that mind and give you words of encouragement. We also have every month we have a seven days to better health. We feature um, top-notch practitioners, healers, educators, and light workers that are working in the community. So um, definitely you're more than welcome. If you text my health as well, check out our website. We have an event coming up June 26th and June 27th. So uh, you're more than welcome. I'd love to see you all at our festival. It's a two-day festival here in Dallas, Texas. Um, check us out, www.holisticfestival.life. Uh, you're more than welcome to email me at queenabanah at gmail.com. If you happen to be in Texas or you're interested in finding out more about Queen Chandrati, you can definitely, um, again, email me at queenabanah, Q-U-E-E-N-A-B-E-N-U at gmail.com. So I would be glad, glad to have you. As my client as well, if you want, if you're interested in some life and wellness coaching, I do it uh, virtually, and I also do it um, in person. So, you know, if you're interested in that, I am here. Thank you so much for having me today on today's program. I want to definitely leave you with, and if, if we can all, I don't know if you have a pencil and paper, but I want to definitely leave you with some positive affirmations that you are able to say to yourself every day. The positive affirmations is everything. We need to be in a place and a space where when we wake every morning, we need to speak to ourselves and speak to our spirit. Whatever you're putting out into the universe, you are putting, you are putting, you are feeding your spirit. So I'm just going to give you a couple positive affirmations to lead with. Okay? And I'm doing my best. I choose to be happy and to love myself today. My possibilities are endless. I am worthy. I am brave, bold, and beautiful. Today, today is going to be an excellent day. I am talented and intelligent. I am free of worry and regret. My thoughts become my reality. I am in love with myself and my body. I am proud of myself. I am becoming more confident every day. I believe in myself. I will not worry things I cannot control. I will be kind to myself and others today. I love myself and I am grateful for all that I have. Start each day with gratitude, peace, love, and life. Dean Abana, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Much gratitude for having me. Thank you. Thank you. And please feel free to come back whenever you will uh, to share with us, to, to advertise with us. We certainly appreciate you. Much gratitude. It's a pleasure meeting with everyone.
Thank you. See you soon, Queen. Okay, we'll see you. Peace. 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 So, Oloye, uh, would you like to add to the subject matter or respond to the subject matter in any way? Uh, the one thing that I will say about uh, fasting, I, I myself try to do intermittent fasting, where I usually uh, am eating kind of like once, one good meal a day. And then another time, I might, you know, eat some fruit. Uh, you know, you guys see me sipping on some lemon ginger tea uh, with some honey in it. But, you know, I try, we, we, we have to look inside of different facets and, and perspectives. In Ifa, it, it also speaks about in taboos for us particular things to eat and not to eat that might not be in alignment with our uh, best health. So you'll find that when maybe you go through a particular reading, it might say you shouldn't eat this for a good period of time, maybe 30 days, maybe it's a taboo that has to last for an extended period of time and some that lasts for a lifetime. So in the abuse, it will say it's not good to eat this. This is not in good alignment with your consonants. So we need to leave these things alone. The other part about it, especially when you go and you're dealing with specific orisha, there's certain things sometimes that you should not be eating if you're going to be in alignment with orisha. If you're doing like CV, if you like, uh, like Oluku or uh, Oshu, or even Yemuya and, and even Oya, they each might say to step away from seafood or aspects of seafood. If you're dealing with another Orisha, it will tell you to stay away from this. It might be a sacred food for that Orisha, and it's not good for you to be consuming that sacred food because you're in alignment or you're, you're initiated or you're walking with that Orisha. So different Orisha have different different things that will help you as well within the tradition to continue good health. So um, that's just another point of view, a perspective that adds along with what Queen has shared with you. Queen is very humble. Queen has a tremendous amount of other information and knowledge that she shares and that would benefit many of us. So, you know, we have to look at, we talked about before, when we equate, equate what she said, we're talking about Ori. When she says that when you get up in the morning and you're doing positive affirmations, for myself, when I do my Ori, when I pray to my Ori, right after I might do Oriki, I go directly into affirmations. Because I have to program into myself and deprogram out of myself stuff that, that maybe I've been thinking and holding on to because it's not in alignment with what's going to help me to rise up and, and ascend. So one way that we can look at it if we're in the tradition is to get up when we hold our read, we're doing our prayers, but then we're doing the positive affirmations as well as our prayers, so we're doubling up on what we're putting into our mind 
and into our thoughts to start off the day eating well, eating properly, receiving and intaking properly. So let's look at this from all facets. Holistic healing from all facets of life. Queen also does uh, massage therapy. Queen also does, oh, man, she does all kinds of other stuff. Ramon, you're here, so why don't you uh, uh, type in some of the other things that Queen does? You probably have a better idea than, than even I of all the aspects that she does. But we have to look at this, at, at this healing now from a tremendously holistic perspective, even from a spiritual level of what we're taking in spiritually. What have we taken in spiritually before? And now what we're willing to take in spiritually now to better off our health in a spiritual level. Many of us have taken in these, 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 these things or these beliefs that have left us in a place where we haven't been able to grow to our highest potential. And now we've come, and many of us have now come into the traditions the African traditions, and some are still struggling because it's a, it's, it's a struggle to change the diet, to change what we're, what we're thinking, to change how we're moving forward with, with our spiritual journey. So we just have to look at all of these aspects in terms of our overall healing and growth and expansion. And, and so I hope that everybody takes uh, in, in what, what Queen has talked about and that we add other components of our own journey so that we can all be healthy in all areas of life. Ashe, Ashe. I want to respond, um, if I may, to Ebony Williams. Um, yeah, I experienced that as I, I grew and even as I mature. Um, I, I can remember distinctly somewhere back in the early 90s, um, just not being able to eat a hamburger. Um, the, the meat, the texture was different. The color was different. Of course, I learned later on that they were, you know, pumping carbon dioxide into the meat uh, to keep it red, um, among other things that, that are happening, you know, in these industrialized farms and, and plants and, and harvesting centers. Um, so having your appetite or your sense of, Case change, I think is is pretty normal. Uh, there are things you know, some people can eat peanut butter as a kid and then just can't as an adult. You know, some people might enjoy a, a grilled cheese as a child but just can't can't phantom it. You know, as adult, some of us grow beyond you know a taste for pizza or some of these other you know items that that we have consumed over the years. So I think that's a natural part of the process. Um, I think when I first read your comment, um, what about when your appetite constantly changes? My mind first went back to some of what Anthony X um, is speaking about and, and sort of this idea of fasting. And so if your body and my cousin, I'm sure as, as you know, someone who's much more physically uh, inclined than I am could, could speak to this, but if you're active particularly um, and you're not feeding your body, then your body starts to pull from your kidneys and, mm -hmm. and from other organs. This can elevate your blood sugar, by the way, and can create conditions for you to develop 
you know, diabetes, uh, as well as heart problems and, and other um, uh, issues. So when I first read your statement, I was thinking, you know, changing appetite might have something to do with how much protein you're getting and when you're actually eating that. Uh, for instance, the sister talked about salads, and many people think of a salad as being, you know, lettuce and potato uh, and tomatoes. Well, t- tomatoes are good, absolutely tomatoes, particularly, um, uh, what do they call them, heirloom tomatoes, tomatoes we grow in, in, in our yard, are really full of nutrients and, and vitamins. Uh, if you notice, some of the tomatoes you might get at the store seem really light in taste, don't have a lot of substance to them. Um, and so, again, if you can garden, create a gardening community, you know, where you live, where you can grow different things and then share, that's very helpful. Uh, lettuce. I stopped eating lettuce 20 years ago. There's really not a whole lot in lettuce other than just water. So if I'm going to eat a green, it is going to be kale. It's going to be spinach. It's going to be something with a little more uh, depth of, of, of content. Um, within it. Uh, I'm sort of on the fence about arugula. You know, uh, I know it has some health benefits to it, but, but I really like the deeper le- leafy green vegetables. But then beyond that, you know, there's a, a wide variety of, of vegetables and fruit and, and even nuts and grains that can be added to enhance your salad to ensure that you are getting more than just water you know, and a little bit of fiber, but, but some protein. So I, I like salads that have beans in them, you know, black beans, red beans in particular. They say the darker the berry, the sweeter the juice, the darker the bean, the more I'm, I'm likely to eat it, you know, and, and appreciate it. Uh, so sometimes your body is responding to what you're eating. For example, some people say, oh, well, I'm going to go on a diet and I'm going to exercise, and the first thing you do is just eliminate eating. That's, that's not good. It's not good for losing weight. It's not good for building muscle tone. It's not good for having the, the energy, if you will, that you need to power your furnace, which is your body, uh, particularly if you're active, if you're working out, if you're moving about all day, you're running, you're jogging, you're playing. Your body needs a, a certain degree of, of food in order to keep it moving smoothly. Uh, again, the industrial complex has created protein drinks and protein bars and, and, and diet bars. And, and so, you know, I'll just take one of those as a substitute for a meal. But that's not entirely healthy either. Uh, if it's in an emergency and you need a shortcut, perhaps. But most athletic individuals will tell you as soon as possible they're going to eat something wholesome, hummus, mm-hmm. oatmeal, beans. They're going to eat something, you know, with, with some substance to it. So just eating, um, it's, it's just not eating, I should say, it's, it's not an answer unto itself. Uh, I think there are appropriate environments in which fasting can be applied. And even when we look at the Islamic culture, they only fast from sunup to sundown. They're going to have a healthy meal after dark, power their body, and to give them the, the strength and energy that you need. One of the first places that lacks nutrients and lacks water uh, is often the, the one place in our body that we can't immediately feel, and that's your brain. That's your brain. By the time you get that headache, you know, that, that heat stroke feeling, you way past the point of when you should have 
hydrated, when you should have ate, you know, some fruit, some vegetables, some yogurt. Um, so our brains can't operate in a, in a truly spiritual capacity if our body is, is polluted and we're not mm-hmm. feeding it the, the proper nutrients and, and wellness that we need. Mm-hmm. I think that we also got to understand uh, one of the things is uh, I know that 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 Obai used to tell me all the time because uh, I actually have some of the health issues. I have prostate issues, and, and he used to tell me all the time, "Hey, you know, you you got to make sure that that you're 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 eating because I have, I had a tendency." of not eating because I didn't want the problems with the prostate to keep on bothering me. And it was actually doing the opposite by not eating or not taking in a lot of, of water and, and all of that, that, um, you know, it, it didn't, it, I had to make sure that I was understanding from his, from, from that perspective, because he does a lot of other healing too. You know, he, he's been in the uh, Chinese tuna, uh, uh, which is like another form of the massage and all that. So we have to look at what is going to help our energy, our what we say, our, our shit. What, what's going to help us to make it stronger? What can we eat that's going to be that which is going to sustain us over the long haul and, and give us longevity? So this this topic for us, and, and let's just break it down now. As a black man and woman here in America, we have struggles and challenges of significant health issues. Every time we turn around, our health is, is, is in struggle because of different factors from stress, different factors from possibly financial, and not realizing that if we get the fresh food, we, we, we can actually uh, get food that will sustain even longer than, than the, the, the stuff that we buy in the, um, in, in the uh, cans and all that. We can make fresh, you know, dinner and all that that our, our elders and ancestors used to make every day. When we look at society today and we're looking at the burdens that's placed on us, some of us, we were struggling to, to figure out how we're going to survive in a time and place where so much is going on, where every time we're going out, you know, I spoke about this before, and I hold tight to it. As black men, whenever we walk out the door, we're always in thought of the possibility of having to, to deal with a situation that might just... Uh, you know, might just lead us to a place where we never even thought about when we walked out the door and just went to a store. So we have to look at all the factors in our lives that that attribute to why our health issues are even in, in a even in a, a more difficult place than many other cultures. I think we talked about some of the other cultures that came here to America. And then they changed their diet and, and, and tried to Americanize their diet. And in doing such, their, their health now, they got their own health issues. 
that they really shouldn't be having. They should have maintained the traditional diets. So we have to look at this, 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 this from all of our lifestyle. What lifestyle are we living? Are we getting enough sleep? Or are we worried and we're up to crazy hours and really not getting six, seven, eight hours uh, uh, of sleep? You know? Are we understanding that the sleep helps to heal? Are we understanding that, you know, whatever the, the mental problems, the mental cases, the mental struggles, right? What, what, what attributes to the mental challenges? Stress. What, and, and as well, of course, the chemical imbalance sometimes. But the stress of everyday life. Maybe I'm not making enough at my job. Maybe now I got to go and work two and three jobs in order to bring enough home. But then I got to understand, because I did that, now I'm not spending the time that I need with my family. All of those things are contributing factors many times to the health and why our elders even went through some of the struggles that they had trying to take care of all of these things and not realizing that all of those components together were part of the health struggles and challenges. I think juicing is a great thing. Um, however, um, understand just from the most basic, without me getting too scientific, you're extracting all the fiber when we juice. So juicing can be good. You know, you're getting that liquefied, you know, nutrients and, and minerals, particularly if you, you know, morning ritual, workout, you know, in between meal, great. But, but you've got to have fiber, I also wanted to speak to, um, again, the not eating and sort of over-focus on just, you know, salad uh, when we think of some vegans and some vegetarians. And some of them are greatly underweight, underweight, because they aren't getting the fiber. They aren't getting the protein. They aren't getting the nutrients. And and personally, in my opinion, um, the average American – without doing a little homework, it's not that educated about food and diet and, and what we really need to sustain our bodies individually. So get your doctor involved or your dietitian involved or your nutritionist involved to ensure that you're getting, you know, the appropriate um, nutrients. Again, some people say, I want to lose weight, and so they just stop eating. That, that actually works against your goals. And so it's the same thing with the vegetarian that says, okay, I'm going vegetarian, and now I'm only eating salads and, and, and potatoes and, and uh, well, not potatoes, but uh, tomatoes. Because I know some uh, vegans or vegetarians don't eat root vegetables. That's another source of uh, fiber and, and nutrients. Um, and then what else are you eating? You know, seaweed. You know, there, there are many other products. I'm sure both me and my cousin can mention now by name. That would be greatly unfamiliar <laughs> to a lot of people, you know, who are in who are in the audience. Spirulina, I learned what spirulina was in, in Atlanta back in the early '90s, uh, and, and what that adds to our to our body and to our overall sense um, of wellness. So, just like the mind, uh, balance is critical to anything we do, including eating, including eating. So you tend to pick up some muscle. You, you t- tend to pick up some tone when you are eating properly and getting the, the right amount of nutrients and proteins and fiber. 
uh, just being thin alone is, is not a sign of health any more than being fat alone is, is a sign of health. It, it has to come down to what you're eating, what you're, you're taking in and getting that balance of, of nutrients. Um, and somehow it, it's popular now um, since when I was a teenager. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of guys between 18 and 30, but black guys um, that look pre-bubescent, pre, pre, who, who look like preteens, that they're so thin. I mean, so thin. And you can see the bones, you know, in, in their waist and in certain parts of their body. And they take that as a sign of health. Uh, and I'm a vegan, you know, and, and I'm looking, no, bro, you, you missing some, some vital nutrients. Um, and, and often the problem doesn't show up until you're 30, 35, 40. And, and then it's, it's, it's not too late, but it's, it's way into progression at that point mm-hmm. when you realize that, okay, wait a minute, maybe I need to change up something, you know, about my diet. So, you know, get some advice, you know, from, from like a personal trainer like my cousin or a nutritionist or a dietitian, and be sure that you're getting, you know, everything that you need for your body type, for your body weight, for, for your goal and where you, you're looking towards in the future in terms of your health. We definitely should have a plan of health just like we mm-hmm. have a plan of prosperity or a plan for survival or you know, a plan for retirement, you got to have a plan for health. Uh, I've got a, a associate who, you know, can save money and can save money a lot and well, but she does it by eating tuna fish and peanut butter. Mm. It's not healthy. And as uh, my cousin and the queen suggested, the, the medical costs are going to be absorbent, are, are going to eat up her savings. Uh, if she continues to sort of treat her body that way. So, so there's no real excuse for not eating or starving the body or thinking this is somehow going to help you, you know, reach, reach your goal. I have another friend, um, diabetic, and, you know, sugar's always in a weird place. And so his first response is, oh, well, I'm just not going to eat today. No, bro, now your body's pulling on your liver and your kidneys and other parts of your body, which, which can produce insulin unto itself, which elevates, you know, your, your blood sugar. And those people end up on dialysis in, in their 50s and 60s, if not younger. It's happening younger now, you know. So you've got to look at what you're eating with just as much detail and importance as mm-hmm. our spirit walk, mm-hmm. as our spirit journey. And we also have to understand that in, in earlier parts of our life, you know, we can get away with not eating well and not sleeping a lot and all that. But I guarantee as you start getting older and you're moving into your late 40s, mid 40s, late 40s, 50s, it will all start coming back to you in a variety of, uh, of diverse medical issues and concerns. And you're going to be trying to figure out why am I dealing with this blood pressure issue? Why am I dealing with this, this prostate issue? Why am I dealing with this or that? It's because over the years, the lack of taking care of our body and getting proper sleep and all of that go into why 
you know, it's built up over time. It's like plaque. It's like mucus. In the beginning, the mucus doesn't, is not just automatically that thick. But over time, and us not cleaning out and clearing out, then the mucus, as it sticks to you, it gets thicker and thicker and thicker. And before long, now you have these medical issues, and now you have to deal with getting good cleansing and all of that if you want to clear out the mucus. And it also goes to beauty, right? There's a, there's a big European perspective of beauty, being all skinny and bony and and just not real healthy. But you know, in the African in the African uh, culture, it's completely opposite. There, it, it's a woman with with thickness, a woman that has meat on their bones. It is a complete opposite perspective of what is deemed as beautiful. So. We also have to look at what it is that we are holding on to that's not our culture. That, that is the culture of others that we have, you know, took hold to. A lot of people go through medical issues because they're trying to look beautiful from a European perspective or a Western perspective. And in doing that, you got people now that, of sisters that are going through anorexia and all these other issues because they're not eating, they're not maintaining uh, their, their, their health. And now here they are with their kidney problems. Here they are with eating problems. They're trying to, to, to deprive themselves of that which is necessary for them to, to sustain, to, to eat well, to, to live. And so we really have got to begin to look at our own ancestry and our own cultures. What were we eating in West Africa that made our ancestors healthy? Were we eating rice? Yeah, you know, rice was a part of, of, of the diet. Was it like rice, vegetables, and a small amount of meat? I don't think that we ever ate these big globs of meat. Because we, even though we ate it and we barbecued and all of that stuff, we still were mindful of not being too heavy and eating too heavy because of all the work that we had to do. So we have to look at, at what were, what's the diet in Benin? I began to look up the diet in Benin. What's the diet in Nigeria? Go, after going out there and, and witnessing the diet out there, you know, it's, it, it's, uh, um, you know, rice and, and maybe uh, in some places they call cassava, right? They have meat that they barbecue. There's not an extreme amount of different vegetables like we have here. They have some fruit that they eat. A lot of times it's not drinking soda and all of the, the, uh, the fruity, uh, sugary stuff. It's water, right? So let's look back into our own DNA as to the diet that we were derived from, that, that we came from, that our ancestors were, were, were intaking themselves. Yes, I agree, absolutely. Um, and I was kind of in the chat. Um, 
Some of this food come from cave culture, caveman culture, come from the north. You know, the idea of eating a whole pig, you know, uh, a half a, a rack of a lamb or, or something, you know, it, it's, it's also not dis- demonstrated in places like Asia or South America, uh, which have a very similar, you know, diet palette to African, primarily fruits and vegetables, you know, maybe a little bit of meat, a protein, you know, for flavor through meat, but primarily uh, what can be grown, what could be harvested. Um, so we see that all around the world uh, and, and that whole idea of eating, you know, the double, double, double waffle with cheese, you know, is a very sort of Eurocentric caveman-like behavior um, that eating raw meat, eating large portions of raw meat, um, and, and then at some point evolving into cooking that meat. Um, and, and that has somehow translated into a sign of wealth. When we think about the wealthy European kings and royals is where we start hearing these stories about gorging. In fact, um, Mardi Gras culture, um, you know, St. Charles Avenue Mardi Gras culture, where the, where the parade floats are rolling and, and um, you know, Bacchus, which is the, the, the uh, god of drunkenness, um, you know, there's a celebration of excess that happens during Mardi Gras. Uh, a lot of meat, a lot of rum, a lot of wine, you know, whatever that might be. But it's not something, uh, as, you, as you suggested, cousin, that we see a lot of really in the indigenous world, unless we're looking at, you know, uh, Eskimo culture, Northern European culture. That, that's why I use the reference caveman culture. Uh, the coldest regions of the earth uh, where a lot of plant growth is not happening uh, but these people also have to have a certain amount of body fat, you know, in order to survive, you know, those those harsh winters, that 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 harsh uh, winter-like environment. So the warmer the the temperatures on the planet, the more you tend to see growth of of, of produce, growth of fruits, vegetables, herbs, you know, whatnot, and then the cultures around that environment learn to use those those food products for both their health but also for their their wellness and their healing. I want to um, greet the beloved Otan. Thank you so much for being with us, beloved, on, on screen. We certainly do appreciate you. Yes, I, I also had the privilege of meeting and working with Dr. Sabi uh, back in the early 90s, uh, which, as many of you can imagine, was a, was a very powerful experience um, in learning about the power of food, um, the power and healing within food. But also Dr. Savi was very eloquent about the industrial complex and what was being used against us, what was being done to us uh, by way of our foods. So when we look at the rates of, of violence and domestic violence and, and mental health, um, a, a lot of it can, can be traced back to not just trauma or PTSD, or growing up in abusive environments, but by what we eat and, and what we're taking into our bodies. Otani, did you have something you want to share? <clears throat> Greetings again, everyone. I was still here. I was just in the chat. <laughs> I was. We, we were sitting here talking about food, so I started 
fruits, vegetables out of my yard, out of my neighborhood. We got mulberry trees. We got uh, grapefruit trees, you know, five-pound grapefruit trees, bananas. You know, I found that my sugar got lower and lower and lower. It it was almost like magic because Mm -hmm. your body, once your brain, that's why I say it all starts in the brain. My cousin said it all starts with Ori. Once your brain thinks you are not going to eat, it is going to pull nutrients from your muscles and from other parts mm-hmm. of your body. So, yeah, you're, you're setting yourself up for the very things that you fear that might be lurking in your family bloodline by not eating. Because mm-hmm. this is in my bloodline. I come from generations of diabetics. All four of my grandparents were diabetics, all four. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not all of mine, but, yes, my grandmother. different number like when it comes to uh, uh, 
what was it uh, that that they were looking at? Uh, it might have been something with 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 uh, thyroid or something. The numbers were different. It was a higher number for African Americans than it was for uh, Europeans. And, and even on my document, it, it said as such. So the criteria that is being used for some of what we're, what we're dealing with as a doctor, you got to be aware of these numbers for these, for these, uh, these tests that, are, that, are, that they do, on, on our, you know, do for us. So be, be, we got to be real mindful. When we're going to the doctors to get checked out, because a lot of us, we do have to have a combination of Western and Eastern, um, at least to get an idea of where the numbers sit uh, sometimes and then know where we have to start from in, in the many changes. You know, Chef uh, talked about uh, CMOS, and I will say this. I felt significantly different when I began to take CMOS. It was 92 out of 100 and something uh, um, nutrients are found in that CMOS. And over time, because you might not feel it right away. Some people do. Some people don't. But over time, in taking the CMOS, I've begun to, to feel different. But I had to drink it with something right behind tasting it because there's no taste to it. Yeah. I feel the same way about coffee substitutes. Um, I am not giving up my coffee. Now, now, my guidance is as long as I'm eating, d- drinking double the amount of water, I drink, also drink tea in the afternoons. That's when I break out my herbal concoction uh, is in mm-hmm. the afternoons. Then, yeah, I'm going to hold on to my real coffee. <laughs> Don't bring no decaffeinated. Don't bring no substitutes to my house. I, it's going to be given away. Okay. <laughs> I need my real coffee. Um, and there are some oils and benefits uh, to coffee uh, when it is done in moderation. Uh, they've done some tests that, that show some great improvement um, in terms of people developing Alzheimer's because of coffee. They've done some tests mm-hmm. on, on students studying who had a little peak and their ability to remember and, and to perform after having a cup, a cup of coffee. Um, and, and I know some people, my, my cousin might speak to it, who are athletic, who work out, you know, who go to the gym and might have caffeine or a cup of coffee, you know, before they do so. But it can't be the only thing that, that, you're, that you're drinking and, and consuming. And so, again, that balance, you know, is, is critical. You know, we have a generation or more now of people who are just bouncing off the walls. Um, many of them are, are underweight, uh, don't have the, the, the necessary muscle tone in their body. Um, we say bipolar. You know, they, they're moving quickly through all these activities, and then a week later, you know, they're depressive. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I got a powerful artist friend. I won't say what state. It might be too much information, but, you know, great artists. I mean, powerful artists. But then, you know, there's this up post, you know, post positive, quote, happiness, longevity. And then there's these suicidal, depressive, why are we here? The world's going to hell in a handbasket. You know, and, and again, what are we eating? What are we consuming? What are we taking in, you know, to our body? 
Um, I don't agree with the human body as a guinea pig theory, uh, Anthony. I, that I just can't agree with. Uh, our body is more like a science lab, and, and there are indeed rules to that, you know, what we're taking in and, and, and what we're eliminating, et cetera. Uh, but I, I appreciate a lot of your points um, and, and, of course, your active participation in the chat. And I welcome others to do the same. Now, Chef Bougie, I don't know where you are. It would have been nice if you had popped in. We only got about 14 minutes left in the show. And talk about some of those uh, foods and produce that many people uh, aren't familiar with, have not been exposed to. Um, we would appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I'd like to know what I can mix with. Um, what do you think with CMOS? Cause... The best one that I had was CMOS and honey together. They, they, they had the see, and there's some that make CMOS and elderberry. There's right. some that make CMOS and and bladderwrack. There's some that make C, they they combine it in in with the CMOS to give it a little bit of taste. And if I don't have it and I have the pure CMOS gel, then I'll do that and I'll right away either like some orange juice, apple juice, or something just to 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 have some flavor going down. That's what helps, you know, that works for me. It might not work for everybody else, but, you know, the CMOS has definitely helped me to, to feel better. And yeah, uh, Shonda uh, said CMOS uh, smoothies, where you can do it and combine it with the fresh fruits uh, and, and stuff like that. Uh, that way you won't even, t- it won't even taste the difference. Some people do that I mean, for breakfast. Uh, do do a smoothie with fruit and and maybe some kale and, and a couple of other things for for breakfast to start the day with with all the nutrients. Maybe I'll try that because I've tried. My sister um, has made it before and she tried doing it with pineapples and stuff. And I don't care what you mix it with; it tastes like shrimp or pineapple. I couldn't take it. I, I tried and I was just like, ooh, gee, it's not for me. But I, I make, you know, my I make elderberry syrup, and I have it some in the fridge. My kids take it every day. I do the black seed oil. They take that every day. I have um, I have slippery elm up in here. I'm growing peppermint. You know, I know about insomnia, but then making banana tea. It's a whole lot of stuff that I do, and I take all of that stuff. It just, when you get to that sea moss, my throat is like, nope. So I, I'm going to definitely try a smoothie. I think that'll be the best way because, oh, I just, no, just, it's healthy, but no, no, yeah. I, I got to mix it in some. Yeah. I if I understand right, you can put it in regular juice and stuff because there's no flavor and you can kind of mix it in. And then make it gooey? I don't know. I've not tried it. I just heard. I don't know. I'd say the smoothie is the best bet. Yeah. Yeah, because the smoothie is going to be thick anyway if you're preparing it properly. And I even like uh, peppers, uh, green peppers, red peppers, and I'll juice those down into the smoothie um, and and add a little, you know, honey, you know, and and sometimes stevia to it. I like to grow my own stevia, you know, and that's, oh, yeah, stevia grows like sage, baby. Stevia is one of the it's hardiest plants. Yeah, stevia is one of the hardiest herbs you can grow in your yard. It will survive cold temperatures. Uh, I, I'm not going to say it's 
thick and woody like rosemary, but it has a thicker, coarser constitution to it. And so your stevia will, will survive cold temperatures. I grew stevia in Wilmington, North Carolina, uh, which clearly... Oh, I'm in Virginia, so I'm yeah, sure that'll be which fine. Which clearly has winter. Yeah, stevia can be grown. And, and they used to have them, you know, when, when Home Depot would bring out their herbs at the beginning of the year. They still got them outside. I'm going to Lowe's. Now I got yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, if, if they have any stevia left, that stevia tends to go really quickly once people figure out what it is and, okay. and, how, and how it works. Yeah, I, I like to sweeten things with, with herbs, if possible, before I turn to commercial sweeteners or even honey. Mm-hmm. I, I try and use stevia or other sweet plants, you know, which uh, Chef Bougie, I'm sure, would agree, takes, you know, a little experience in balancing, you know, what plants go together that sort of add that extra flavor to, to, to whatever it is that you're making that, you know, that we might want. Uh, I like so does that work better than, uh, what is that, the agave? Agave will spike your sugar if you're a diabetic. Uh, agave okay. will, honey will, you know, all things in moderation. But if you are mm-hmm. um, like me trying to just remove, you know, sugar out of my diet altogether as much as possible, um, I, I go with the stevia. Okay. Yeah. When, and when I get honey, um, I don't just go to the, the grocery store. There's a, a health food store out here that has like a lot of, Local strong stuff. I buy local honey, the raw unfiltered honey um, that's locally. I heard that that that's better than just getting manufactured store bought honey out of the grocery store. So that's what I use um, when making teas and making my tinctures and different things, as opposed to just the regular, you know, that teddy bear looking honey in the store. I don't buy that one. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. trust that one to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I have seen, docu- you know, just like you said, my husband and I have seen things, and we saw a documentary on honey, on garlic, and I was like, oh, my goodness, I- I'm not going to want to eat any of that stuff no more. Not buying it anyway. Yeah, bee propolis is good. I've tried that, Craig Burns. Um, for years, I took bee propolis with my ginseng um, in the morning. Yeah, that- that's a very good. Um, I think we don't know that honey is a natural antibiotic. You know, so it has a very powerful effect in the propolis form. It's sort of the crystallized center portion, you know, of the honeycomb. Uh, so, yeah, I've tried that. It's very tasty. Date, date sugar is good. I like dates. We have date trees, date palms in, in New Orleans. We also have sweet fig trees in New Orleans. Uh, they're often referred to as... Um, Oh, wow. It's another name for it. It doesn't grow like a tree. It grows more like a vine. And so you find them in New Orleans for, like, fences or a replacement for a fence. Where you normally would see, like, boxwood shrubs, it's actually figs. And, and, and you can reach in there and pull those sweet figs out. I, I love figs. Oh, wow. Yeah. I just thought, did he say you can buy seeds in a seed with food? Um, dark so Jua is saying, for your information, a lot of people don't know that you can buy seed for fruits and vegetables with food stamps. Now, I didn't, I didn't know that. I haven't had food stamps in over 30 years, so I had no idea. Uh, I knew that you could use food stamps now on, on, on your Uber and on some of these, oh, yes, ma'am, on some of these apps, Costco, you know, places like that through, through the app. Okay. But I didn't know you could actually buy seed 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Good. Well, then people really have no excuse. No. No. <laughs> and let me tell you, again, I'm in New Orleans, so I feel blessed to live in Treme. But I've got bees. I, I have butterflies. All these, these, I have lightning bugs. You know, all these things that some areas of the country ain't seen in, in 10 years. We have them here. And it has everything to do with the production of greenery and fruiting plants and flowering trees. You know, we got the big white, um, oh, shoot, we got a project named after the uh, plant. Um, oh, wow. I just went blank. Uh, the tree with the big white flowers, magnolias. We got magnolias all over the city, you know, banana trees all over the city, citrus trees, um, uh, papaya, you know, all over the city. So we have bees here. We have butterflies here. Uh, you're not seeing them in the suburbs where things have been sanitized and your, your green lawns have been, you know, infiltrated with herbicides, which is killing everything, including you, including you. So if you're killing your weeds with herbicides, you know, have you seen the TV commercials? People are suing now for cancer, okay, from these herbicides. So if your green lawn is green and you're killing off everything that's edible, everything that's usable, um, you're killing yourself at the same time. And it does get into the, to the water. You know, I, I'm a, addicted to documentaries. You know, we got drugs in the water, pharmaceuticals in the water, herbicides in the water. You know, so many people don't trust the water anymore. You know, so, again, I'm grateful to live in the South. I'm grateful to be able to see and witness fresh water moving, salt water moving, you know, plant life, you know, growing, and then being able to sort of protect that. Um, I have a black walnut tree in my yard, banana trees in my yard, um, plantain in my yard, um, the big Jamaican elephant ears in my yard. I have five different kind of kumquat trees in my yard. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can't wait to come over to the yard. I'm not sharing your business, but the goddess of initiative, <laughs> the goddess of initiative, she's been here. She's been here. Man. I showed her. She's seen my garden. I showed her the gardens in our community. We got two huge gardens in our community. So we grow our own turmeric roots. Yeah, we grow our own. We 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 grow. Well, our, I with that. It's wonderful. We grow our own sugarcane. So I got sugarcane in my backyard, and I got sugarcane in at least four different places on my block. And most people don't fool with it because they don't even know what it is. Because mm-hmm. when we go into yeah. Louisiana, they don't even know what it is. <laughs> yeah, we got. Mm-hmm. Um, he got the he got a, a homemade uh, uh, medic. commercial, you know, uh, pathway that a great deal of our food comes from. So I heard the queen talk about, you know, reading labels, 
And even in produce, I still read the label. Uh, because if I open up some fruit and it ain't no seeds in it, I won't eat it. I won't eat it. If it don't have any seeds in it, it it's a hybrid. It's a hybrid. It, 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 it's, it's artificial fruit. It's artificial produce. And, and, and they're doing it to keep it greener, make it last long in your refrigerator, because they know people aren't eating produce regularly the way they should. So they are, they are tinkering even with your produce at the store. So I agree with the queen, get a garden, grow a garden, share a garden. You might plant tomatoes. Your girlfriend might plant spinach. Your boyfriend might plant beans and greens and, and create that economy within your community. I'm also grateful to live in the South, uh, Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas, the Carolinas, Georgia, Florida. We still have the watermelon man. We still have the cantaloupe man. We still have the woman selling greens at the side of the road from her mm-hmm. land. We still got the old guy selling pecans at the side of the road from his own trees and his own land. So, yes, if we just done, do a little work, okay, so maybe you're not into reading labels. Read some books, study your community, find out who's got a green thumb, find out who's vegan, Find out mm-hmm. who's already producing, you know, on their land and let them teach you how to grow on your land. Um, I would be remiss if I don't mention Miss Gloria. Miss Gloria is another one of my distant cousins uh, from Chicago, now here in, in New Orleans, about the same time as I have been, over 25 years. And she maintains our gardens within our neighborhood. So when I can't go to that end of the block or turn the corner to this end of the block, and water the plants, Miss Gloria got that. Or she has a team of young people, and we're always looking for young people um, to help, to learn, to do a little bit of weeding, to help us do some repotting, help us maintain. Now, she wouldn't mind me saying, Miss Gloria over 70 years old. Okay, but you can't tell. <laughs> okay? She moved like a 25-year-old. She's got a body like a 25-year-old. Her husband's still very much attracted to her, you know, and she's over 70 years old. But baby, she says the best time of her life is being out there in that garden. She, she jokes that if she had been slave and they had to send her to the plantation, to the field, she would have stayed out there all day because that's how she lives, you know, and she can take that heat. Oh, my God, I don't know how she do it. She take that heat, that humidity, and she growing stuff, growing stuff. Uh, we got seven types of mint just on my block. Mm-hmm. Seven types. And the people that the children need to be sitting at their feet. Women like that that know about growing food and cultivating things. That is exactly the thing that the youth need. I love it that when I go outside, I know at least two of my boys um, go out with me, and they're asking, you know, Mom, can you help me pull some weeds? And they're helping me. They're moving stuff. They're carrying bags of dirt for me, moving stuff around, digging up roots and pulling out weeds. They're doing all of that, and they literally enjoy it. And it's mind. It's a time for connection, you know, all of that. So I, I appreciate that and give thanks for that because that, that is something good. And it gets them into it because now they're talking about, when they get grown and they have land and how they going to grow stuff, and they're talking about that now. So it's really, really a blessing to hear them have that type of mentality, and, and I just thank for that because they need it. Yeah. Oh, I agree, Goddess. Um, Whole Foods is good. 
It's, it's better than the Walmart for sure. Um, but just read what you're getting. Find out where it was grown. If you find out how it was produced, particularly if it's something that, you know, you're shopping at Whole Foods regularly. Um, Craig Burns made another great point. You know, you get a, a seed, you know, from your commercial apple and it's going to revert back to its, its natural cooking apple content because it hasn't been modified in any way. Our foods are being modified to um, appease sort of a Western palate. Uh, I understand, Chef Bougie, but we appreciate you. We'll get you to come on, on, on another day and talk about, you know, some of these alternative foods uh, and mm-hmm. fruits and vegetables that we might uh, be interested in, in trying. And I will say, when growing up, every every piece of food I ate had a seed. I don't care if it was a, even grapes. If it was a red grape, green grape, they all had seeds. Even the bananas, everything. Now you got seedless this and seedless that, and it's all it's weird to me because I even told my children, I, this is all new. Every piece of fruit when I was growing up had a seed in it. Mm-hmm. Every grape, there was no such thing as seedless grapes when I was. Oh, they all had seeds. That's right. Uh, this, this is, this is, yeah, this is definitely. And it wasn't a big deal. You know, a whole lot of kids, it wasn't a big deal. A whole lot of kids weren't choking on them because of the seed. You know, uh, even bananas. I don't think a lot of young people even realize bananas are supposed to have seeds. You know. Yeah, so I, I agree. Yes, I agree. This has been another great show. I appreciate both of you. I certainly appreciate the queen. I would have loved for her to have been here longer. Uh, isn't she a chemist? I, I wanted to talk about that a little bit. I think I saw. Her, sure. I think I saw in her bio that she might also be a chemist of some sort. But I, 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 asked her, I don't know. Yeah, but but that would be a really powerful show. Uh, I have another young lady um, here in in um, New Orleans. Some of you know Naja. Amistad, um, mahogany, alchemy, and herbs. Uh, and she also likes to discuss, you know, herb, herbology, a little chemistry, mixing and preparing certain herbs together, you know, to sort of create um, not necessarily magic, but changes in our body and our health mm-hmm. uh, and our overall sense of wellness. Um, when I'm dealing with health issues uh, of the feminine nature, I typically call on Nadja and Denise Augustine. Uh, mm-hmm. Nadja is that young, knowledgeable, gifted one, and of course Denise Augustine is, is the elder, you know, who's going to keep it real uh, from the Queen Mother's point of view. So I'm always grateful to have Iyami mm-hmm. present with us, to have the queens and the goddesses, you know, share and be a part of the show. Um, I'm grateful for another opportunity for us to present a powerful, edifying topic that people can actually use and apply yes. and, and grow from. Uh, I would love to see, you know, let's have a picture party. I would love to see some gardens and some pictures of some plants, you know, in the coming weeks. Don't, don't wait till the heat of the summer. Right now, May 15th, May 14th is the right time now, if you haven't already started, to start. Uh, I'm fertilizing what I have in my yard. I'm fertilizing what's in the community. And then another source I have is in nature. There are certain fruit trees and plants that I, I leave them where they are, uh, near the river. Uh, there's a little ledge between the, the tree line and the river here in, in, in New Orleans. Up there. So 
So there are a lot of plants that grow there in that soil. Um, Armstrong Park, not Armstrong Park, um, which does have a lot of plant life, but I meant um, Audubon Park, the park that surrounds the zoo uptown, also has a lot of natural untouched habitat. Uh, I, I like to find my ginseng there. I just don't tell nobody where it is. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I learned a few years back that um, my beloved Asian community, they will pull it up. They, mm-hmm. they watch that ginseng. They know what it looks like. They know when it matures. And before I go back to get it, they pulled it up. So I typically don't tell anybody where my ginseng is or even my turmeric is, uh, just kind of growing. Um, turmeric member, m- mimics another colorful flower. So most people overlook turmeric when they see it or assume that it's something else. So I, I love talking about gardening and plants and, and edibles and herbals. It's one of my favorite uh, genres to discuss. And I look forward to us doing another um, show in the future where we can share more powerful, edifying, holistic information uh, to, to, to ourselves, but also to the community. Uh, I'll, I'll give you both an opportunity to close. God bless you and good night. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> Otan, are you done? No, thoroughly. Okay. <laughs> but I appreciate you all. It's always to quote you, uh, my divine person is truly a blessing, always. Um, Wow, just the positivity and the great energy that has come into my life since all of you have. I give thanks. I'm very appreciative. I always look forward to learning and connecting and love and blessings to everyone. Yes, and with that, all is indeed and truly a blessing if you can just see beyond the veil. And I look forward to meeting you here again at high noon, U.S. Central Standard Time. On Blog Talk Radio, StreamYard, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, everywhere we're being viewed and watch at this moment. Odabo, peace and blessings. Odabo. Good deal. Yeah, that was great. Otan, be quick on that exit button. (laughs) (laughs) She she has never stayed around, not once after I end that show. She's been gone. (laughs) But that's good. Yeah. Uh, Anthony, as you live too close, um, I would prefer the product from a picture, but but all the <laughs> blessing. <laughs> okay, I'll talk to you later, cousin. Peace out. All right, talk to you soon. <laughs> yes, indeed. Thank you so much for your attention, your participation, your listenership, your love, your support. Blog Talk Radio. I look forward to connecting with you here again, live and in archive at your leisure and convenience. All is a blessing. Congo Square, Congo Square, Congo Square. Congo Square. The Omus Indians, the Omus Indians prepared this place for us centuries before our arrival. A sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated. The almost Indians prepared this place for us. Centuries before our arrival, 
Congo Square, a sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated. And as the colonizers came, our hosts, the Omus Indians, they pushed aside our hosts. The colonizers came and pushed aside our hosts and introduced us in chains. And by the late 1700s, we somehow, recognizing the sacredness of Les Places de Congo, we somehow, and the how of our somehow persuasive methodologies is not clear at this moment. The how is not clear. How our persuasive methodologies worked is not clear at this moment. But nevertheless, even as slaves, we crafted and created a space where we could be free to be we. And thusly, thusly we countered the sacrilegiousness of the French, giving great homage to our ancestors as well as giving praise and thanks to our red-blooded brothers and sisters. This is an oral libation toast to Congo Square, to Native Americans, to our ancestors who made a circle out of a square and gave us a way to stay ourselves, save ourselves from the transformatory ugliness of America, which refuses to recognize the spirituality of life which refuses to recognize the spirituality of life and celebrates death with crosses and crosses, double and triple crosses, the middle passage, the first cross, Christianity, the double cross, and capitalism, the ultimate triple coup de gras cross of our captivity. But the terror of crosses notwithstanding, we sang, we beat, we be, we was and is. Hail Congo Square. Congo, Congo Square. Our African gods have not been obliterated. They have merely retreated inside the beat of us. Inside the beat of us, our African gods have not been obliterated. They have merely retreated, retreated inside the beat of us until we are ready to release them into a world that we recreate, a world harrowed by the beat, be, beat, being, beating, being of black heart drums, heart beat, heart beat. Heart be at this place, at this place be heart be be we beating place in new world space, beating being in place in new world, preserving our ancient pace. Our dance is the God walk, our music the God talk. First thing we do. Let's get together, circle ourselves into community. No beginning, no end, connected together and singing 
ringing, singing in a ring. Second, let's be original, aboriginal. Be what we were before we became what we are. Be bambula dance. Be banza music and sing song words which have no English translation. Third, let us remember. Let us remember never to forget. Even when we can't remember the specifics, we must retain the essentials. Let us remember never to forget. Even when we can't remember the specifics, we must retain the essentials. The bounce, the blood, flow, the feel, the spirit, grow, energy, must retain and pass on the essential us-ness that others want to dissipate, whip out of us. But no matter... No matter how much of us they prohibit, no matter how much of us they prohibit, deep inside us is us. Deep inside us is us. Remains us inside and needs only the beat to set us free. The beat to free us. It is morning. A sun day, a feel, a feel without shade, but dark, dark with the people black of us in various, various, various shades, eclipsing the sun with our elegance. We are centuries later now, and still this sacred ground calls us to remember, to beat, to be. We are centuries later now, and still this sacred ground calls us to remember. To beat, to be, beat, Congo Square, be, Congo Square, beat, be, beat,
it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.